0: Hi, this is Dave Burns, and I'm running for District 115 School Board, and you're listening to The Lake Forest Podcast.
1: Welcome to The Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I also live in Lake Forest. Today's the Lake Bluff edition, as we're joined by Dave Burns, and he's running for a seat on the District 115 school board. Let's shine a light on Dave so the voters and our listeners can learn more about him. Dave, could you introduce yourself and give us a little background on yourself, please?
0: Sure, so uh, once again, my name is David Burns and uh, I've been living in the Lake Forest, Lake Bluff area for about 20 years. Uh, I'm married to my wife, Nisha, and we've got three kids. Um, two are in Lake Forest High School, um, a daughter who's a senior and a son who is a sophomore. And then we also have a son who is uh, an eighth grader at Lake Bluff Middle School. And uh, so I, I am a Green Bay um, native, lived there for 18 years, and uh, I am proud to say I'm a Green Bay Packer mm-hmm. fan. Um, Even though we couldn't uh, get through the NFC championship, still a great season. So I'm super proud of that. But uh, I've been uh, down in the Chicagoland area for quite a while. I went to school at Northwestern, uh, got my bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering, uh, along with my master's degree in mechanical engineering, got some experience, and then um, went back and got my MBA also at Northwestern at the Kellogg Graduate School of Management, and have been in the area since then. I've had a variety of Uh, professional experiences. I used to work in the the corporate environment and had uh, leadership positions in engineering and uh, operations and marketing and and ran a business uh, for a while over in Europe. And uh, once we started having kids, it was a family decision that uh, uh, I would be a part-time stay-at-home parent, which I've valued greatly. It's uh, the number one job I've had in my life. And so I've been doing that uh, since our daughter was born, along with Uh, Doing some consulting at uh, Abbott and Abvi over the past about 15 years now. And in the meantime, I decided that wasn't enough. So I also uh, co-founded Lake Bluff Brewing Company uh, with another Lake Bluff resident. So I've definitely been keeping busy, um, but uh, moved to Lake Forest and Lake Bluff in in around 1999. Did some fix-up work on an older farmhouse in Lake Forest. And then my wife and I both got asked... Um, kind of simultaneously and I'm unbelievably lucky uh, to both move to Germany uh, for business opportunities. So we moved over and lived there for a couple years in the Stuttgart area and then came back to Lake Forest um, and found a house on the west side. Lived there for a few years and then uh, decided to move to Lake Bluff uh, about 13 years ago. So really love the community both Lake Forest and Lake Bluff and uh, I'm happy to be here. How, How did you find Lake Bluff? Yeah, around. no, that's, it's really interesting because while I was doing the part-time, when I started that uh, before starting to work at Abbey, I was doing some kind of general contracting and, and business um, and building. So I buy houses and this is back when the real estate market actually was something that you could uh, get into and make some money Invested. working on houses. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I was buying some houses and um, getting my hands dirty by doing work on them and, and renting some out and, and reselling others. And one of the houses that I was working on was in Lake Bluff. And uh, I really didn't know much about it. And it was amazing. I was doing the, the exterior work and it was like a parade was going on and you just see the people walking their dogs and uh, and really just, it was a constant stream of people and everybody was really friendly, not that they weren't in Wake Forest for sure, but it just, it seemed like a very inviting uh, community and, and very quaint. And so, you know, certainly Lake forest is is similar. And, uh, but I just, I, I took a liking to it. I like the small, the smaller size, um, and have been very happy. What do you guys like to hang out? Well, I mean, there certainly is an, a great, uh, assortment of restaurants and, and drinking locations, uh, you know, places to hang out in, in both. I mean, we love going, uh, hanging out, especially in the summer at the Lake Bluff Brewing Company, they do the, uh, uh, the summer parties, the, the block parties. Love Innovasi and other doors, places to get food. And, and then Lake Forest, Francesca's, and Authentico are great eating places for us.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm a big outdoorsy kind of person. So, I mean, the area just has a lot to offer. And so I like to go biking in Middle Fork Savannah. Um, Lake Bluff Beach is, of course, a great resource. And just last night, I went cross-country skiing um, at the Lake Bluff Golf Course. So they groom it when we have enough snow, they groom it and it's, it's really great trail. So getting out there is great. And then um, of course, the village green in Lake Bluff is also a great place, especially during the summer, not, you know, during COVID um, so much, but uh, for Bluffinia um, and also the farmer's market. Um, So there's some great, great places in in both cities.
1: Now little uh, PSA to everyone out there, don't walk in the tracks, right? You don't want to mess up the tracks.
0: Oh, no, definitely not. (laughs) Stay in the tracks, unless unless you're skate skiing. But, uh, yeah, definitely don't walk in the tracks. (laughs) I got it.
1: (laughs) All right, so are you a glutton for punishment? What made you decide to run for a seat on school board 115, Dave?
0: (laughs) Well, that's a great question. And um, I guess, you know, not a glutton for punishment, but I I guess I would consider one of my strengths to be work ethic. So I do it. I really do enjoy working. So the the concept this is going to be a lot of work is – is not a problem for me. I think the big, you know, the, the biggest reason is that I just value education. Of course, with you know, two masters, and I've just spent a ton of time in school. And it's not just the academic experience and learnings. It's really just the educational experience that I feel has, has had such a huge impact on my life. I just think that education uh, and that whole experience, the social and emotional uh, elements to it, uh, working with different kinds of people, is just hugely impactful. So. You know, I value that a lot. Um, I also believe that being part of a community is also giving back. And so I've been on a nonprofit board up in North Chicago serving a homeless homeless population called Uh, I-Plus. This is my second term on the Lake Bluff Planning Commission Zoning Board of Appeals. And I've been uh, an assistant scoutmaster and outdoor coordinator for the Lake Bluff Troop 42 for Troop 42 for a few years now. So I just, I really think that's important. And then with kids, two kids in high school, it's just very timely as well. In that, you know, I get firsthand feedback from them as how things are going. And so in combination with um, giving back and, and valuing a school, I think it's a, a really good fit for me.
1: Well, I say it tongue in cheek, you know, glutton for punishment because I'm, um, you know, all the money that you make doing and all the appreciation that you get, you know, <laughs> but, but really, how did you, you know, there's new people that moved to Lake Bluff or Lake Forest and they're like, how did Dave get on the board? Like, what was the process for you to, to be in the running to get on the board?
0: Well, I, you know, I had been thinking about it for a while in any case, um, because I'd like to, you know, put myself in different, different uh, elements of, of community, not just the planning commission, but, you know, getting into the education. And then, you know, I've had people reach out to me and suggest that I do it. Um, I've had just a a great fortunate opportunity to have some friends that can give me some perspective on this, too, and and can also reassure me that this is really great. And so Dave Lane is a friend of mine, and we've had some conversations, and and he will (laughs) tell me the gory details of it. He'll tell me how awesome it is and and how satisfying it is and and important that it is for the community, but, you know, he's not shy about telling me that it's hard work, too. And so he's, he's given me some great perspective. Um, also had some conversations with Sally Davis, um, and she of course has lots of thoughts because she's been on the board as well. And uh, she and I are campaigning together um, along with a couple other candidates from Lake Forest that were endorsed by the Lake Forest Caucus. And so spending time with her on the campaign, she's just an amazing resource and can help us um, navigate through the process. Um, Sandy Hart, another good friend of mine, um, has also been a great resource because she's, um, again, suggested that I consider taking this position, um, is supportive of me and, uh, also helps me as she's gone through many races herself, um, has helped to kind of give me guidance through this process. And then also just getting up to speed with, uh, all the board meetings I've been, uh, listening to and watching these board meetings and, and really trying to get, uh, up to speed, um, make sure I'm understanding all the, the current issues and, um, I'm looking forward to learning more.
1: And it's a little bit different with 115, right? Because what is there, seven seats and two of them are with, uh, Lake Bluff and five are Lake Forest because we, we share the high school. Is that, is that how it works Dave?
0: Yes and no. Um, okay. it's not a, it's not a formal arrangement. And so yeah. at the end of the day, it's seven seats on the board. And uh, the community and the the voters decide who those seven people are at this point, you know, there's four seats up for election. And so, you know, there could be four Lake Bluffers that would be on the ballot um, and all four could be Lake Bluff. Uh, On the flip side, all four could be Lake Foresters or somewhere in the middle. And um, so it really depends on, you know, the individual votes for each person, but there's been um, somewhat of a, understanding and understanding that's a good way to put it. an understanding between the communities in particular with the caucuses and so we've got vote lake bluff who, who generally endorses uh two candidates for the race um from lake bluff residents who are interested and then the lake forest caucus will endorse uh their two now it depends on how many seats are available this time it's four but um but but there's a kind of a, a general understanding that given that the Lake Bluff community does have uh, a group of, of kids that are going there every year, that they should have a voice in the board as well. And so, uh, you know, I, I, of course, think this is a great idea as well. And, um, you know, I, I don't, ex- I'm not expecting to get elected because I'm in Lake Bluff. I, I want to be elected because of my merits, but I also think the community should be considered of the fact that we should have a lake, uh, a voice from Lake Bluff in keeping with the number of, Kids that we have there as a stakeholder.
1: What are the challenges you think you think that uh, 115 is going to face in 2021? Obviously, we have COVID, but uh, what what else you think is going to pop
0: up? Yeah, I mean, like you said, COVID is the number one um, the number one issue, and we need to get the kids back to, in school. And you know, we need to we need to work with the measure or the metrics and guidance from the CDC and State of Illinois and Lake County Department of Health. And we've got our own internal metrics at the school too to just kind of use judgment. Um, but we need to get the kids back in safe. I think everybody wants to have the kids and staff back into school. And um, given the guidance, we, we need to continue to have mitigations um, and we'll limit how many kids in school. However, you know, as the vaccine is being distributed, the situation will be changing over time. And uh, I don't think that's going to necessarily be figured out or, Right. Uh, all in place by the time the new board gets gets put in. So I think there will be continued work on that and we just need to adjust accordingly. You know, the other big issue or there's a couple big issues is um, the new superintendent uh, search uh, to replace um, Mike Simic. And so there's obviously work going on with that right now. And I think the goal is to have a new superintendent selected by the beginning of April, mid April, which would be great. Uh, but that's just the beginning. And so I think a big part of our board will be working with the new superintendent uh, to get that person up to speed as, as quickly as possible um, and to limit distractions so that we can focus on you know, our student success, not administrative issues. And I think one of the ways to do that, um, which also addresses another issue, is that we as board a board, uh, the D-115 board, needs to do a better job working with the District 67 school board uh, to have more common goals, common processes, uh, and a more unified direction to the superintendent. And that has been highlighted in the analysis, although it was expedited a little bit, but the analysis of the shared services model uh, that recently was reviewed uh, with the joint boards of D15 and, and D67. And so even independently of having a new superintendent, there is certainly um, the outcome of that is we need to work better as as boards. It's hard to have work together in a shared services model where we're pulling those shared services in different directions. And that certainly would be true for the administrator or for the superintendent as well. And so I think that's gonna be a big priority um, just to get the superintendent up to speed quickly And in doing so, working together with the other board. And I think the the quicker we can do that, the more our superintendent and our team can focus on our students uh, and less about that churn of of priorities and goals and vision. So that's gonna be an immediate thing. And then, you know, we'll still need to continue even beyond 21, continue to look at the shared services model and engage the community and and find out what the right model looks like Um, going forward. It may continue to be the same.
1: Can you give a quick example on what the shared service service model
0: is for the people out there that don't know? Sure. So we have some of the administration staff, like in finance and and human resources and buildings and grounds and, and things like that, where instead of having independent administrative staff for each of the districts... We have a shared group of people that services both of the districts. You know, there's central kind of central processing operations type of things, and and it's it's all very good. It's it's a good concept to the extent that you can share share fixed uh, costs like this. It's it's great. It's a really nice way to save money. The problem is, is when you have districts that don't necessarily feel exactly the same way about different systems to use and different processes to use and it's not to say that one is better than the other it's just they're different and so right. when you have a shared set of resources that are getting pulled in two different directions to do things differently you just don't see that that level of efficiency and they're being asked to effectively to do, do two different things and so they're just doing a, they're, an, they're doing an amazing job that the, the folks in the administration uh, trying to manage this but it it does become very difficult. Um, you can deal with morale issues and just working extraordinarily hard. And, and um, they're still getting a ton of stuff done. They're doing a great job. But, but it just it's things that we need to do to improve. We need to improve our, our common messaging to them and goals and, and, and ways of working. Yeah, that's a priority.
1: So having had a background as an engineer, how will that life experience help you on the school board, you think?
0: Well, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a good start, and I, I think it's a good start because, you know, engineers are typically very analytical and use facts and data, and being on the school, school board, there is just a ton of information. So I think having that engineering background enables me to just process to, to listen to um, and to understand data and information, understanding what information uh, is important, how, how they come together, how they connect. Um, I'm a process oriented kind of person. So I think that's all very good as part of the decision-making process in terms of the analytical and process-based approach and logic um, that goes into those things. Um, but it only takes you so far. So I think it's, it's gonna provide a great start and a great background as I look at a lot of issues. But you know, at the end of the day, um, not many things in life are black and white. And so I certainly acknowledge and appreciate that judgment is needed in uh, in all situations. And so I think, you know, more of my business environment, you know, working with teams, you know, you just have to realize that not everything can be calculated. And at the end of the day, you're gonna have a group of people, well, certainly a, the stakeholder group, the community is not gonna all think the same way and have different input. And the members of the board um, are not all gonna have the same. And that's, that's the value of being on a board is having different views. Um, and so, Yeah, you can look at it black and white in terms of the data and the facts and whatnot, but at the end of the day, you need to work together as a team and you need to look for for solutions uh, to problems that have positive impact rather than, you know, getting hung up in the details and saying, what is the calculated right answer here? So I think it's it's a great start. It helps to put things in perspective and context by managing the data. Um, But at the end of the day, good judgment and, and having a good team, working together as a team is, is the most important thing. Dave, what else did the
1: moms and dads know about you? Like, what did I miss? Anything you like to add, anything
0: you like to share? I think it's not so much what you miss, but I think from a messaging perspective, I mean, I like the fact you said, what should mom and dads? I think the most important thing is I'm a dad, you know? I'm a part-time stay-at-home dad um, who really wants nothing more than the best for my kids. And I think that's a common interest from a lot of folks. I mean, I know not everybody has kids, but that's that's where my head's at. I want the best for my kids. Uh, I also value education and, and the community. And I recognize that that we're serving, the board is serving the entire community. It's not just the folks with with kids to, to ensure the excellent high school experience uh, that our kids have had and, and continue to improve on that. You know, given my business background as well, I, I certainly understand the the financial responsibility as well, um, that we have to be fiscally responsible. So I think it's, you know, there's no special or I no don't want to put myself wand. in it. Yeah, no magic wand. I'm not, I'm just, a, I'm a dad who wants to do great things for our kids and for our community. So I think that's uh, that's it.
1: Dave, that's enough, man, I'll tell you. Well, thanks Thanks for taking the time, Dave. I really appreciate it. Dave Burns, he's running for his seat on District 115 school board. Elections are coming out in April. Uh, make sure you give them the big old thumbs up. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at LakeForestIL.blog. The link will be in the podcast notes below. Cue the Lake Forest Scout Band.